0: Hello, hello everyone. How are you doing today? Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. Um, I thought we'd do a bit of a different stream today. It's gonna be all chances for you to ask questions. I see there's already a couple in the chat, which I will get to. Um, So if you haven't been to one of my streams before, my name is Emily. I'm one of the English tutors and streamers here at Chatterbug. Um, and I'm from Canada originally, so you'll be hearing a Canadian accent today. I also lived over in the UK for about eight years, and right now I am streaming to you live from Colombia. So hello from Medellin in Colombia this morning. All right, so I'd like to give you the opportunity to ask questions first. I'll try to get through as many of them as I can. Um, If I don't know the answer somehow, I'll put it aside and maybe answer on another stream in the future. If it's something which is kind of a bigger topic, then maybe we'll do a whole stream on that topic instead. So it's very much an open session to get some idea of what you would like to learn about. Okay, so come tell me, how are you doing in the chat today? Um, it's Sunday, did you have a good weekend, do you have to work today so it doesn't really feel like the weekend? Um, today I'm doing well. Okay, so I'm going to start with the questions that Maya put there, um, and then we'll, we can go into some random questions as well, and I would love to hear your answers. Okay, so, <laughs> so here, the. Some good questions here about nouns, which can be singular or plural. Um, I would tend to say that um, these words family or generation are talking about a group. And when you talk about a group as a unit, so as one unit, um, I would say the family is. um, So let's see here. The family. Is uh, having a reunion um, in that sense. However, it kind of it can, it can depend on the context. Um, let me think of another situation. Mm, I might need to think of another example here. Yeah, mm, mm. Um, it's uh, Let me see here. I think it d- does depend so I was just looking it up quickly because I said you know I would usually use this collective noun describing a group just like a company is a collective noun so even though a company is made up of many people you know somewhere people work the company is doing this or the company is uh, publishing their budget maybe however um sometimes it varies between American English and British English. And this is one of the reasons I just went and looked it up because as I mentioned earlier, I lived in the UK for a while and sometimes they will use them as plurals. Okay, so that might be why you have heard both of them and it's a bit confusing. I grew up in Canada so we learned and we speak in the way that this would be usually singular. But in the UK, it might be plural. So um, I know that's confusing. There's always exceptions to English. And even as an English speaker, when I move to another country, I might have to learn what are the ways um, that they use the language. Um, Crime and crimes is another one of those collective nouns. you're talking about kind of crime in general. I would use crimes with an S, maybe if I was talking about a specific type of crime. So I might say, um, (laughs) I might say something like, uh, actually I probably would use crime too. I was trying to think of if I would say like, um, theft crimes are going down. I would probably just say theft is going down and I would say crime is going down. So I would tend to use it without the S talking about the topic in general. Okay. And then Nella had a question here. What do you call this or how do you call this? Um, This one you can do either one too. What would I say of the two? I would use, what do you call this? What do you call this? Um, However, I think people would use both. That might also be a British or English. Let me just double check on that one. (laughs) It's tricky sometimes when you you have lived in the two different English speaking places. Um, Let's see. How do you call? (laughs) Hmm. yeah I would use what what do you call this all right in workshop for instance there's a question from Faust here RP and GA not sure okay so I think or I mean question from Thyra could you give me some more context for that one because I could say something like um, I think the word is hmm or I meant to say hmm <laughs> um, so give me a bit more context there and then I can tell you what I would say Um, now I have to say with some of these English questions you know I am a native speaker I've done kind of the teaching English certificate however if it's really into the grammar where it's comparing you know English and Uh, from Britain or the US. Sometimes it might be hard even as a native speaker speaker, to think, hmm, what would I say? So I will always tell you what I would say from my experience, but I have lived in these two different countries. So it could be that I do both. Okay, so Marisol, I want a cheeseburger or I have a cheeseburger. So I want a cheeseburger would mean that um, you don't have it yet. Um, if you say I have a cheeseburger you have it in front of you if Maristol, you're talking about when you're ordering at a restaurant and the waiter comes and asks you um, they come to ask you what would you like to order you could say I would like to have a cheeseburger you could say I want a cheeseburger but it's a bit more direct Um, you you they know what you mean, but usually in a restaurant we would say something like "I would like to have" or "I would like a cheeseburger." It's just a bit more. Ah, um, uh, okay. Oh, Foster, talking about the the different types of pronunciation. Yes. Okay, Bodak, your question: how to learn to speak? I understand what they're saying to me. Okay, so the best way to learn to speak and to improve your fluency is to practice. Um, If you have the chance, try doing a live lesson with Chatterbug. They are 45 minutes one-to-one, and that's a great chance. Another way would be to find someone, maybe to do a language exchange with. So whatever language you speak, um, they wanna learn and they speak English and you can take turns. Um, I've done language exchange before where we do half an hour each, for instance. And that's just a great way to practice your speaking. Um, If you don't have the chance to speak to another person or um, maybe you don't have some time to do the lessons, What you can do is record yourself maybe answering some questions and then listen back and watch yourself because you're used to listening to people now, like on streams. And so when you watch back the video of you speaking, that'll help you kind of notice your own pronunciation um, or other mistakes, maybe. Okay, so Florentino has a good one asking about to end versus to end up. Um, so to end up being the phrasal verb. I know phrasal verbs in English are very tricky. I think there's quite a few streams on around um, different phrasal verbs. So I encourage you to check those out. But um, okay, so let me talk about to end. Um, let's see. So the class ends in Thirty minutes. Let's see. Let's see. Um, but I might say we ended up learning a lot at the end of the by the end of the class. So we ended up is kind of the outcome. The class ends. We ended up is one meaning of um, kind of what you achieved. Um, let's see. Um, you could also use it. It's kind of like yeah. The final outcome would be to end up. Um, let me think of another example of with to end up. Mm, I can't think of one. <laughs> let me let me just do a quick Google. I'm just starting my coffee here now, so mm. here we go. Yeah, so to end up is the where where you reached or the outcome you had. Here's here's the exact definition of that phrasal verb. I'll put it in the chat. Um, So here's some examples here. The book ended up in the trash. So maybe it wasn't expected to be there. Um, Maybe you opened it up and decided this book sucks. And so it ended up in the trash. Um, Another example here is he didn't want to end up like his father. So maybe his father wasn't a good person. And so he didn't want to end up or have the outcome that he became like his father. Um, uh, The concert was sold out. So we ended up going to a movie that night instead. So the outcome that wasn't necessarily planned or expected. Um, So phrasal verbs sometimes have, you know, it's quite a different meaning from the original root verb. Okay, and so Florentino's asking how to take one-to-one classes. Um, So it's not in the Chatterbug app, it's on the Chatterbug website. Um, So if you go to, don't go to the app itself, but go to chatterbug.com. And there, when you have a profile, you will have the option to um, buy packages with live lessons. So if you go to the website and you can't find it, in the bottom right hand corner, there's gonna be like a little help box, just message on there and um, they will help you out. I will also make a note to um, message someone about that. Okay, let's see what else we have here. So she'll have to, or she'll has to um goes after will have or has so here it is have and the reason for that is because you have already conjugated the verb with will so she will have to so you're actually using the word have as um the unconjugated verb kind of um it's like uh yeah in other languages It would be the same thing. You would have the conjugated verb with will, and then it would be the infinitive of the verb. So here, she will, infinitive, have to. So you're not using, like, she has to. If you take out the will, then you no longer have that conjugated verb, so it becomes has. Okay. And so Carl has an example here. I wouldn't quite say it like this because um, here you're using the present tense. We don't know where to go. Um, So you need the verb to match at the end. So if you're using the present tense for we don't know where to go, but we will probably end up in the movies, you could say. So we will probably end up. However, if you wanted to use the past tense, Then you would say, we didn't know where to go, but we ended up in the movies. So here you can't really use the present with the present um, for it to make sense in your sentence, Carl. Let me know if that makes sense. So those are your two options for that sentence. We don't know where, but we will end up, or we didn't know where, but we ended up, past and past or present and future. Okay, cool. Well let's go into some random question generators i will answer the questions and i would also like you in the chat to um, answer the questions yourself and if there's any questions about vocab um, then let me know okay so i have let's see here I'll for I will. Okay, so sometimes Faust says it's hard to hear when someone says I'll. Um I'll be there rather than I be there. I'll. So there's the l sound at the end there. Or I will be there, I'll be there. I'm not sure if you can kind of hear that difference, but it is it is slight. You have to sort of get your ear used to listening um when you're learning another language. For instance, I'm working on Spanish right now. In a lot of the countries, I'm listening as if I'm reading the words, but the problem is people sometimes, you know, cut sometimes words letters in the middle or they cut letters in the end. So in Spanish, a lot of the times they aren't saying the S in the middle or the S at the end. So I really have to like kind of get used to what I'm listening for. Same thing in English. Uh, If people are speaking really quickly, or there's different dialects. They might be kind of cutting some different words. Okay, yeah, so Danny's asking a question about another phrasal verb, to put out. Yeah, exactly, so apagar is like to turn off, or apagar the fire. Apagar is usually for turning off, right? But yeah, to put out a fire. So to put out um, means to, yeah, Get rid of. I'm going to put out, um, but you can use it in other ways too. You could ask someone to put out the garbage on the street because they're going to pick up the garbage today. But you can talk about putting out a fire. Yes. Exactly. Okay, so I have some random questions here. I'm going to give this link to you guys as well um, because it's kind of a fun way to practice. Let's say if you were doing a language exchange or you just want to um, practice some random questions, this is the website I will use. Okay, so first question I have here, can you judge someone by the clothes that they wear? So that is our first question here. I will put it in the chat as well. And I want to hear your thoughts. So I will talk about what I think for this question. now there's lots of different kind of norms and culture around clothes so i think probably if um, it's in a country where the clothing is very standardized so everyone kind of wears the same thing with some slight variations it might be quite difficult to judge someone by the clothes they wear i think if you are somewhere somewhere um, that has very Uh, open freedom of expression, um, maybe in a large multicultural city, I think potentially it could tell you a lot more about someone, the type of clothes they wear, because they've really chosen to use that specific outfit. So for example, um, here in Colombia, uh, I've noticed that there is a very distinct street style. It's kind of like popularized maybe by reggaeton and things like that, maybe you've heard or